This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration and transformation as we work to keep it together while parenting our tweens and teens. This is real work, people. And when we can focus on our own growth and nurturing the connection with our kids, we can move through the turbulence in a way that allows for relationships to remain intact. My name's Casey O'Rourke. I am your fearless host. I'm a positive discipline trainer, space holder, coach, and the adolescent lead at Sproutable. Also, mama to a 20-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son, I am walking right beside you on the path of raising our kids with positive discipline and conscious parenting. This show is meant to be a resource to you, and I work really hard to keep it really real, transparent, and authentic so that you feel seen and supported. Today is a solo show, and I'm confident that what I share will be useful to you. Please don't forget, sharing truly is caring. If you love today's show, please, please pass the link around, snap a screenshot, post it on your socials, or text it to your friends. Together, we can make an even bigger impact on families around the globe. If you're feeling extra special, you can rate and review us over in Apple Podcasts. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Enjoy the show. All right. Hey. Hey, friends. How's it going? How's it going out there in parenting teens land, in summer land? Can you believe that July 1st is happening on Saturday? I can't. It's really trippy to me. I'm really excited about today's episode. So I have a friend, an acquaintance friend, And she is a social media manager, and she did this webinar last week about using AI to generate copy and content, artificial intelligence, you guys, using AI to create content like the chat GPT that all of us, probably the teachers in your life were like, don't let your kids use chat GPT because they need to learn how to write and research and do the things. Well, this friend of mine, did this little webinar about how to really embrace AI as a tool for making your life easier. 
And then fast forward to this weekend, yesterday, I'm recording this on Monday, yesterday I got to go see three different bands play at this beautiful winery here in Woodenville, which is just like an hour away from my house. I got to see three of my favorite bands, and I'm sure you want to know what those bands were. Those bands were Yonder Mountain String Band, Leftover Salmon, and Railroad Earth. So it was a bluegrass jam band situation. And I had the best time. And it was at a winery. So the only thing they served was wine. And I don't really drink a lot of wine, but I did drink a lot of wine (laughs) last night. And so today I knew I had to create this podcast and I'm not going to lie. I was dragging as is what happens when you're almost 50 and not a full-time drinker, but decide to indulge. Yeah. Next day. It's kind of brutal. It's kind of brutal. I totally got sucked into like a 10-minute Tina Turner video, just procrastination station over here. Anyway, I really wanted to create a podcast for you. I thought about doing a throwback show, and I just really wanted, I'm just feeling good about the new solo stuff that I've been doing for you. And so I thought, okay, yes, and I want to make this easier on myself. How can I make it easier? How can I use the AI? as the tool that I need. And so I'm just going to tell you what I did. I talked to ChatGPT, which is what you do. And I said, hey, what are the top 10 tips for parenting teenagers in 2023? And ChatGPT gave me 10 points, 10 tips. And I was thinking today, together, we can go through the tips and we can decide how useful the tips are. The good news is I was pleasantly surprised by what was generated by AI. So, you know, turns out it is gonna take over the world. I was encouraged by these tips because what has felt kind of radical, right? This whole positive discipline, conscious parenting, positive parenting movement has in a lot of ways felt kind of radical over the last decade to be talking about child-centered, relationship-centered, brain-based parenting versus just do it how your parents did it or rewards and, and punishment. Like that's the way to go. It's felt radical. So to know that even the AI is looking wherever it looks <laughs> on the internet really fast and is, you know, I didn't say anything about, you know, positive parenting or niching it into like the mindset that we all hold here on the podcast. I just said, what are the top 10 tips for parenting teens in 2023? And, you know, this is what AI said. AI said, parenting teenagers in the ever-changing landscape of 2023 can bring unique challenges. To help you navigate this phase of parenting, here are the top 10 tips for parenting teenagers in 2023. Brought to you by ChatGBT, embellished and judged <laughs> and explored, teased apart by yours truly, your fearless host. So the first tip, love it, foster open communication. Encourage open and honest communication with your teenager. Create a safe space where they feel comfortable sharing their thoughts, feelings, and concerns without fear of judgment. Dang, ChatGPT, are you listening to my podcast? I love this. Of course, of course. Yes, this tip is everything. Our teens need to feel safe 
to share their world with us. And feeling safe means that they know that they can come to you and not feel worse having shared about their life, right? They need to feel like you can listen, like you're gonna ask permission to give your opinion. They need to feel like they can be real and open with you. And I think, you know, I mean, temperamentally, there's some kids that there's humans that just aren't super verbally expressive that exists, right? And then there's some that are. So there's that, there's temperament, but there's also, I think I said this last week or the week before, our kids, I mean, whether they're 12 or 15 or 18 or 25 or, you know, 30, they have learned us, right? They know us. They know what they're going to get. We are consistent, (laughs) right? We consistently show up as ourselves, whether that is responsive and thoughtful and intentional showing up or reactive, emotional, triggered showing up. They know what to expect. They know us pretty darn well, right? And if you've got a kiddo who is closed off to communication, chances are you probably have something to clean up And you have an opportunity to acknowledge, right? I call it pulling the curtain back. Just acknowledge how things are and declare that not only would you like things to be different, but you're going to do the work of being available in the way that they need you to be available. And you can also ask questions. You can say, what do you need from me? How can I be better at listening, right? When you come to me, Or when I come to you and I ask you about the things in your life, you know, what do you need to feel safe and secure in sharing with me? So yeah, we're fostering open communication. We're encouraging open and honest communication and creating that safe space so that they can share without fear of judgment or criticism, right? Tip number one. Tip number two, practice active listening. Hello, just talked about that. Be an attentive listener. Show genuine interest in what your teenager has to say and give them your full attention. This validates their feelings and helps build trust. Yes, zip it. (laughs) That's what I read when I read this tip. Zip it, quit talking. And I'm talking to you and I'm talking to myself. We talk, 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 talk. We say too much. We don't ask enough questions and we don't listen well. Well, I won't say that because I don't necessarily know you, listener. But I do know that it's pretty common for teenagers to feel misunderstood and not listened to. So the encouragement here is to pay attention to how you listen, right? Pay attention to how you listen. And are you waiting a beat before responding? Are you asking more questions or doing more telling, right? Pay attention to that and grow in the act of listening, right? Because there's, all of us have room to grow in active listening in all the relationships of our life, right? Not just the ones with our teenagers. So that communication and listening, I feel those, like those two tips really go hand in hand, hand in hand. Number three, set clear boundaries. Establish clear boundaries and expectations with your teenager. Clearly communicate rules and consequences while allowing room for negotiation and compromise when appropriate. All right, chat GPT, 
Yes. I mean, this is always a tricky conversation, I feel, to have with parents is boundaries. Because I think a lot of the time when we're talking about boundaries and parents want to know, well, how do I how do I set boundaries? What they're really asking is how do I create rules that my kid can't break? <laughs> right? And then what do I do when they break the rules? And adolescence is a time when the rule breaking is happening, right? Our teenagers are pushing the boundaries, right? They're in the cause and effect of life, just like when they were toddlers, right? They're really trying to suss things out and figure out what happens when, right? Everything's a grand experiment. So while, yeah, of course, it's important to have expectations and boundaries. I think for me, boundaries are more about like what I'm willing to, like how I'm going to keep myself safe or what I'm willing to stand for as far as how I'm being treated. I think that boundaries also kind of are the, like we all live together, right? The, the common expectations of, you know, if you're going to be late, let somebody know, help out because we all live together, you know, treat each other with courtesy and also respect each other when we are feeling dysregulated. When you know someone in the family is feeling dysregulated, respect where they're at and give them some space, right? So yes, that's kind of what I think about when I think about boundaries. And then expectations, I mean, I don't know, ChatGPT clearly communicate rules and consequences. I don't know about that. I don't love that language because I feel like we still have one foot into behaviorist mindsets, the rewards and consequences mindset. And I'm really working, my work and the work of Alfred Adler, positive discipline is really moving more towards an understanding, not of how do we get them to do what we want, right? Like how do we get to follow the rules and what should we do when they break the rules, right? There's that. But really like what's going on that our teens aren't connecting with this expectation? What's getting in the way? What's making it hard? Like that's the place to dig in. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God. Spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. 
That's code JOYFUL50 at factormeals.com slash JOYFUL50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ertube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. You know, that's the beauty of 2023. It's not 1950, you know, where the rules are set and you follow the rules. And if you don't, you know, you're grounded. I mean, was everyone following the rules in the 1950s? I feel like they kind of were. (laughs) Like, I don't know what was happening then. I don't know why I said 1950. But, you know, like, I feel like it's a deeper conversation when we're talking about setting a clear boundary and creating expectations, and then that gets wobbly. If we're asking ourselves, what's the punishment? What's the consequence for the kiddo not meeting the expectation? I feel like that's the wrong question. I feel like a a better question would be like, what's getting in the way? What's making this hard, right? How can we tweak this to create a win-win? So I do like the second part of this tip, which is allowing room for negotiation and compromise when appropriate. So- Yeah, number three. Number four, embrace technology mindfully. Help your teenager navigate the digital world responsibly. Teach them about online safety, healthy screen time habits, and the importance of maintaining a balance between virtual and real life experience. Yeah, of course. And I don't know, if you have a teenager right now, I think there's a lot of us that feel like we're not really doing enough. I know I have a lot of clients who have completely... Like they just feel like there's no room for conversation around technology. Like it's a really, really intense, intense experience for them and for their kids. And the idea of having a conversation about how their teen is using tech with them is too explosive. And so if if you're one of those people, I see you. And that's really rough. And I think this You know, whether we're talking about technology or curfews or chores or whatever, school, I think what's always going to be important is a foundation of relationship, right? 
so that we can say things like, hey, babe, we have a hard time talking about your video game situation or your phone use. Like it's been ugly in the past. How have you felt about our conversations, right? So you want to have enough of a relationship to open up the conversation from a really fact-finding place. Like you want to understand your kid's experience of you because you've got your experience of them, right? You want to find out what their experiences of you is so that from that place, you can get curious about and really open up the discussion around health and well-being and mindful technology and all of those things, right? I think that's so important. And I have a couple of really great podcasts about tech. One is with Emily Shirkin, who I love. And yeah, so we also, as parents, we also get to embrace technology mindfully, you know, taking a look at our own habits, right? Teach them about online safety, healthy habits, and the importance of maintaining a balance between virtual and real life experiences. So the online safety piece, I just, a few months ago, I was interviewed by Christy Keating for her podcast. We had such a great conversation all about, yes, online safety. Yes, have conversations with your kiddos about how to stay safe, how to stay away from predators, of course. And your kid's going to screw up online. They are. They are. So equally as important to teaching the online safety is making sure that when things go sideways and they get themselves into trouble online, they will come to you. Okay. We had a situation over here and it was really bad. And my kid came to me. First, he went to his sister. Then he came to me. And then we went into problem solving mode and he actually went public about the situation and had so many kids saying, me too, this happened to me too. He had a few kids saying, this is happening to me right now. I'm not sure what to do. And my kids said, tell your parents. And these kids were like, no way, I cannot tell my parents. And that is a tragedy to me. That is way more of a tragedy to me I mean, it's life or death, you guys. So yes to mindful technology, yes to teaching online safety, and yes to making sure that your kid knows they can come to you when they've made a mistake online and they're in trouble, right? And of course, maintaining the balance between virtual and real life experiences. I feel like COVID really kicked our ass with this, right? It really... I mean, we were already on the course of, you know, phone nightmare, but COVID just kicked everybody's ass. So look for those opportunities to be out in the world with your teenager. Yes. Okay. Number five, encourage independence. Support your teenager's growing independence by giving them age-appropriate responsibilities and decision-making opportunities. This helps them develop that valuable life skills and self-confidence. I feel like that is my whole show last week, right? Talking about fostering our teens' independence. And I love this tip. This is, I love this tip. And if we're gonna encourage independence, we have to give them space to be independent. We've gotta loosen it up. We can probably loosen it up a little bit more than we even are 
in this moment. So where you're holding on tight, think about how you can loosen it up a little bit, right? And like I said last week, this looks different for a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old and an 18-year-old, right? But we're all on this trajectory of launching our kids out in the world, right? We want them to launch. We want them to have life skills and self-confidence when they're taking those first steps. And so we have to give them lots of room, lots of reps, lots of repetitions to develop those life skills. And they don't develop life skills because we're talking about the life skills, because we're talking about it at them all the time. They develop life skills in practice, in experience, in relationship, right? So we got to give them space for that. I love it. Age-appropriate responsibilities and decision-making opportunities. Yeah. Good job, chat GPT. Number six, foster resilience. Help your teenager build resilience to navigate challenges and setbacks. Encourage them to see failures as learning opportunities and teach them problem-solving and coping skills. Yeah, love it. Of course, one of the positive discipline mantras is mistakes are opportunities to learn, right? And this goes back to that conversation about boundaries. Mistakes are opportunities to learn, right? Whether it's getting a D, coming home after curfew, backtalk, not cleaning your room, doing something stupid online. All of these things are mistakes, right? They're things that our kids engage in because at the time, that was the level of skill they had, right? They have teen brains. There's no parenting style that can make it so our teenagers don't go through teen brain development. Like that's part of this season of parenting. And so they're gonna make lots of mistakes. And when we can hold mistakes as learning opportunities, that's it. Like that's everything. That's where they're developing, again, those life skills. Okay, so you got a D. What do you need to do? What do you need to do to get the grade that you want at the end of the quarter? We had this experience when, you know, my son was really struggling with college math. What was it? Pre-calc. That he was taking out of college. He was a junior. He was struggling. He was right on the line of C, D, right? And he came to me and he let me know. And that was our conversation. Okay, well, what do you want? What do you want at the end of this quarter? What are you willing to do? And what's the support that you need? right? And notice all of my questions were you, 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 not here's what I need. It was about him. And I said to him, I said, I'm so glad that you're having this experience right now because he's never really had the experience of like cramming in the end. He was pretty close to the end of the quarter. And so he got to have that repetition, have that experience of pulling something off in the end, of buckling down, of making it happen right? Encouraging them to see failures as learning opportunities and teaching them problem solving and coping skills. Love it. Love tip number six, fostering resilience. Tip number seven, promoting self-care. Yes, of course. Self-care. Teach your teenager the importance of self-care, including physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Encourage them to prioritize activities that promote relaxation, healthy habits, and self-reflection. So I really appreciate that ChatGPT used the word encourage, said encourage them, right? Because in the end, 
they get to decide, right? They get to decide how they are or aren't going to take care of themselves. And you guys are parents of teenagers, so you know, right? Like, let's talk about a sleep routine. Let's talk about what's going to help you. You know, a lot of times we, in those moments, get met with kind of that brick wall of, I don't, that doesn't work for me. I remember encouraging Rowan to do yoga and she was like, "Ah, yoga is your thing. I'm like, well, not really. I mean, there's like 6 billion people on the planet that do yoga. So it's not just me. It's not just me saying, hey, this is this great thing. I just remember that. It was funny. But we get to model. We get to model self-care and we get to keep inviting them in, right? We get to keep inviting them in and try new things together. And I love Abraham Hicks. Do you guys, like you're finding out so much about me, the bands that I went and saw. I love Abraham Hicks, which is a group of entities that are channeled through a woman that share wisdom from the universe. It's pretty woo-woo. But anyway, I know that Rowan has explored that a little bit. So I sent her this YouTube channel that I found that was all these great Abraham Hicks videos. And I just said, hey, I've been listening to these one every morning. I think you'd really dig it. And I sent it off to her with no expectation. Do I hope that she listens? Yeah, of course. And she might not. I send a lot of articles to my family and 95% of the time people don't check them out, but I keep sending them. It's still an invitation, right? So I think when we promote self-care, a lot of it is also planting those seeds, you know, looking for those casual organic moments to say, man, you know what? Today was tough for me. And I was feeling really stuck and I went for a walk and it just kind of loosened the mental load up. And I came back and I felt really productive and I felt really centered. And I'm just so glad I did that. Right? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips looking for opportunities to just casually share things like that as a way of illustrating what self-care looks like to your kiddos, right? 
you could even, you know, if you're doing family meetings, which you should be, family meeting guide, instead of compliments, you could say, hey, let's go around the table and talk about three things we did for self-care this week, three ways that we took care of ourselves this week. I might do that with my family now that I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, so we want to promote self-care with our teenagers. That's tip number seven. I like it. I like it. Tip number eight. Yes, cultivate empathy and inclusivity. Teach your teenager to empathize with others and embrace diversity. Encourage them to challenge stereotypes, practice inclusivity, and promote kindness and respect towards all individuals. Again, a lot of this, it says teach them and encourage them. But a lot of this is really about the model that you set. How are you talking about people? What are you doing out in the world to promote empathy and diversity and inclusivity, right? And how are you communicating that with your family? Our model matters. How are we talking about other people? How are we talking about characters on the TV, right? What are we saying? when there's a character on a show that we're watching that we don't like. Paying attention to all of that because it all matters and it's all that seed planting. Number nine, support their passions. Nurture your teenager's interests and passions. Help them explore different activities, hobbies, and areas of study that align with their talents and aspirations. Okay, yeah, of course. Of course we wanna do that. And... I know a lot of you are listening and you're like, oh my God, listen, if my kid was like, please sign me up for something, I would be all over it. And the challenge is my kid isn't interested in anything. I know you're out there and I know you're listening because I hear this from my clients. I hear this in my membership. I hear this in the Facebook group. It's so discouraging when our teens seem to have no interest beyond looking at their phone and playing video games. I get it. I get it. And on one hand, is there a mental health issue to be exploring with your kiddo? Probably. If they're not wanting to leave the house. And One of the kind of back pocket one-liners that I appreciate is, hey, babe, I noticed that you really don't have seemingly any interests right now. And I'm worried about that. I'm concerned about that. Can we have a conversation? Right? So instead of all you want to do is sit in your room and be on your phone all day, instead of that, come from the side door, which is, here's what I'm noticing. I'm noticing that it doesn't seem like you're spending very much time with friends and you just don't have a lot of activity. And I'd love to have a conversation about it. Can we talk about that later tonight, right? Or tomorrow morning? So you also want to make sure that when you come in for hard conversations like this, you give them a choice around now or later, right? Because they get to prepare for that conversation emotionally and mentally, right? So we want to give them that opportunity. And I will also say, considering that my last interview was with Ray McDaniel talking about gender expression, gender magic, their new book. 
Supporting their passion also might be learning about parts of them that are hard to understand, right? You get to be in curiosity about your kids. And when their interests aren't the same as yours, all the more reason to lean in. All the more reason to lean in. One of the things that I know I can rope Ian into hanging out with me to do is watch documentaries about rappers. Yeah, like rappers. And if I'm like, hey, you know, we just watched one about Lil Baby, which was actually completely fascinating. And it gives me more of a glimpse into Ian's interests. It sends a message of, hey, I care about you so much that I want to learn more about what you're interested in, right? So there's that connection hit. And I get to calm down a little bit because sometimes, you know, there's nothing that makes you feel older than feeling like your kid's music is too explicit. (laughs) Because I was a hairband girl in high school. And I remember my stepmom going to like a mother's meeting and the topic of conversation was the over-sexual music that kids were listening to. And she came home and was like, we talked about that Guns N' Roses tape that you have. Do you remember that? It was, had Patience. Remember that song, Patience, Guns N' Roses? But you open the tape, right? The plastic case for the tape, and then you unfold the insert. And it is like full frontal leg spread drawing of a naked woman. And my stepmom was just like so appalled by that. And a lot of that music, like I like to laugh about this, you know, metaphor was strong for the rockers. I loved that. She's my cherry pie. Okay. You know? Pretty much everything Rod Stewart sings about, right? Super sexually explicit and a lot of underage creepiness and wrapped up in a tidy little metaphor, right? You aren't really sure what he's saying, but when you listen clearly, anyway, that was a total tangent I just took you on. Supporting their passions, understanding their interests, right? Doesn't mean that they have to be your interests, but you get to be more curious, right? Be more curious. Ian loves to send me reels and TikToks. And there's this kid on YouTube, Cody Ko, who's hilarious. He's so funny. And so sometimes I'll sit down with Ian and I'll be like, hey, is there a new Cody Ko video? Let's watch it together. And it's something that we laugh alongside each other. So yes. Okay. Chat GPT, support their passions. And finally, oh, this is just wrapping up all 10. Lead by example. Number 10, lead by example. Be a positive role model for your teenager. Demonstrate the values and behaviors you want them to emulate, such as integrity, kindness, and resilience. Show them you're continually learning and growing too. I mean, come on. Joyful Courage community, duh, right? We can be like, yeah, chat GPT. We knew this one. We knew this one. And remembering that The most important time to be modeling integrity, kindness, and resilience is in those really tough, hot moments. That's when it matters the most. That's when they really get to see what it looks like for a healthy adult to remain regulated, 
to remain curious, to remain kind, even though what's happening in front of them, around them, in their relationships with their teenagers is scary or worrisome, right? So important that we not only model integrity, kindness, and resilience when things are going well, but really when things are hard, right? Really when things are hard. And yeah, show them you're continually learning and growing. So that's one of the first things I say to parents who take my six-week class, which there'll be another one. You know, there's always gonna be another one. So check the website for that. But the first thing I tell parents week one of the six-week class is let your kids know that you're doing this. Let them know that you love them so much and you're working on being better for them. And so you're taking a parenting class. Let them in on it. I think it's important because, you know, I mean, I'm almost 50. There's still so many layers to peel back. We are continually learning and growing. So be explicit about that with our teenagers. ChatGPT wraps up this list of 10 tips by saying, remember, every teenager is unique and parenting approaches may vary. Stay attuned to your teenager's individual needs and adapt these tips to fit your family dynamics. Above all, maintain a loving and supportive relationship with your teenager and cherish the journey of guiding them through this transformative phase of life. Yep, yeah, I'm into it. I am into it. I love this. And it's so true. I mean, you know, obviously my foundation is positive discipline. I encourage you all to learn more about it, to embrace it, to really try to live inside of the principles of positive discipline. And you have a personality, like you have family dynamics. You don't have to be a different person, right? You get to keep being you while exploring this way of being with your teen that's encouraging and loving and compassionate, right? So that they know you're their ride or die. You have got their back. And not because you're a helicopter parent, you know, who's trying to make sure they never feel any pain, but because you trust that they're capable. And when they make mistakes, you're not gonna double down on making them feel worse than they already feel, right? So much good stuff here. So much good stuff. So the chat GPT experiment, I'm feeling good about this. Parenting with AI, <laughs> 2023. Thank you for hanging out with me and um, thank you for living with my kind of raspy voice because I was doing a lot of woohoo last night at the concert. So thank you. I hope that you've enjoyed my sexy raspy voice as you've listened to this podcast. I'll be back on Monday with another interview and next week with another solo show. So big love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Thank you so much to my Sproutable partners, Julieta and Alana, as well as Danielle and Chris Mann and the team at Podshaper for all the support with getting this show out there and helping it to sound so good. Check out our offers for parents with kids of all ages and sign up for our newsletter to stay better connected at besproutable.com. Tune back in on Monday for a brand new interview and I will be back solo with you next Thursday. Have a great day.
Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.